Trash Cinema. Hey everybody, welcome to Trash Cinema. This is the really late episode. Yes, it was supposed to be for St. Patrick's Day, but fucking give us a little bit of credit here. Uh, we're both on the... Well, you're more on the front line to this virus than I am. I'm just doing retail, but you're in the medical field, so it's been tough. A little bit. I mean, I'm not like I'm not in, like I'm more in the, the mental health care field, so I'm just kind of stuck in a house with people all day. So they're they're not sick, but you know it's getting but, to that point. You have to say the potential like, is the, higher the, for you than uh, than the average Joe. Yeah, I actually have official papers in case I get stopped by the cops or something. Wow. Like, no, no, no. I'm allowed. To, I'm allowed to work. <laughs> So that's why we're a little late on this one, but it doesn't really matter because yeah, as guys. as we all know, the Leprechaun movies are fucking timeless. <laughs> and that and that they always started <laughs> off as crap and they ended up still as crap after all these. I just years. have to say, I just have to say for everyone listening out there who hasn't seen all four of them, please don't. We are trained professionals, so you know, just take it one minute at a time. Well, here's the funny part is, you just said all four, which was a shock to you, but then I told you, no, <laughs> there's only four that we're discussing in this episode. There's actually eight of them. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Yep, and I bought okay, all of them. Wait. I bought all of them on Voodoo okay. for $11.99, so, yeah. Okay, so we watched the four, and then there was the two, the, the In the Hoods, right? There's uh -huh. two of those. And there was the remake. Well, it's sort of. It's, it's called Origins, which is apparently supposed to... Yeah. I, I think I saw it, but I don't remember anything about it. Then there's uh, Lepre Leprechaun Returns, which came out last year. Weird. I did not hear anything about that one. As it should be. This is a series I don't understand why it was a cultural fucking phenomenon. You might be too young to know this. But when this came out, everybody was talking about it. And it was a huge hit on video, so massive that Trimark took out ads in, in, in the newspaper or whatever and said, hey, we made $10 million the first week in sales on VHS tapes. We're the number one movie in the country when they were the first movie released that year. They were in Saturday Night Live as a reoccurring gag on Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, so when I was younger, I did have a friend who was like really into uh, horror films. That's kind of like where I got... Uh, my chops for because I would go to his house, sneak off, and like watch a bunch of shitty movies like Idle Hands, uh, shitty scary movies or whatever. Uh, he loved uh, the first Leprechaun. I think, which I don't understand why. There is some appeal to the first one. It's still a bad movie, but what I like is that um, it starts. It, it builds. I like the rules. I think you and I discussed this before with horror movies. I like characters that have rules. Like if you do this, they get stronger. If you do this, it'll kill them. They can't be out here. They have to you know do this. And it, I love that kind of stuff. And they really build that in the first movie. They add a little bit through each movie, a new thing. But it's a little more efficient, a little scrappier. Kind of reminds me of some of the '80s horror movies. You know where it's like in all one location to save money. That kind of thing I like, mm -hmm. but it's still a terrible movie, and it just gets fucking worse. I really... Okay, so I've only ever seen one and four before this, and I, for some reason, four just mm -hmm. seemed like a nice little time waster I saw on Cinemax or something like that. I didn't know how goddamn boring and weird the second and third one were going to be. Yeah. Uh, it is a series that gets exponentially worse. I know that you kind of have some affinity for the fourth one, but for me, this was just straight torture. Yeah, well, no, the fourth one this time is way worse than I remember it being. I think somehow in my head I got this confused with Critters 4, <laughs> which is also in space. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, what, okay, what can we yeah, say about so, that? Go ahead. 
mean, it, it, this one is just fine. So the basic plot is that a long time ago, somebody trapped the leprechaun inside this box with four-leaf clover, which is some kind of charm, so that way he can't escape. And uh, years into the future, some people moved into this house where he was in the basement. And in the move, somehow, the clover got knocked off, and he comes back, and someone took his coin or some bullshit, and it goes on a killing spree. You know what's funny is, he could have solved all of this if they had just buried it underground. Just left it underground forever. Just dig it 20 feet down, yeah. put it in there, put the four of the clover. Why don't you just uh, fucking glue it to the box so it can't be taken off? You know, and just put some uh, rubber cement over it. <laughs> Yeah, some, I don't know. You think that would be you'd tell somebody that like, hey, you might want to like look after this box. Yeah, don't fuck with know. it. Just leave it. Don't. Mm. Yeah, just leave it. Nobody ever. Don't talk to anyone about it ever. But you know that's kind of that's pretty standard for horror movies. So whatever. Uh, it's it's fine. It's acceptable as a movie. I do like in the beginning they don't really show what he looks like. He's more cast in shadow and has more of an eerie atmosphere to it. And then kind of just immediately fuck that up with him later on. Give me gold! I want me gold! Take a drink every time he says his fucking, I want me gold. Or what does he says in the second or third one? I want my shillelagh. Oh, give me my shillelagh. Whatever, and, and, and you'll be just done. You'll be done in like a half hour. Just You'll, you'll go to hospital with ho- uh, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, pretty, pr- pretty bad. Um... There's not really much to say. I think most people know about this one. It's the one with Jennifer Aniston. That's the biggest reason why um, I think is because she became a huge star like the next year. Yeah, that was her first uh, full-length movie, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, before this, she she has a really interesting career before Friends. Is that she was uh, in the Ferris Bueller TV series as uh, not Sloane, but his sister, the one played that Jennifer Grey played, and. Uh, hmm. Then she was in a TV movie my sister and I watched about 9,000 times called Camp Cucamonga. That was a TV movie, so that doesn't technically count. And then uh, mm-hmm. she was a sketch comedic uh, actress. She was in a TV show. Uh, fuck. Um, the guy who plays SpongeBob SquarePants. It's like a, a lot of the guys oh, that Tom ended Kenny. up. The ones. Yeah, did, uh, was it Tom Kenny? Yeah, Tom Kenny. Uh, and his wife, Jill. Tally, I think, whatever. Uh, they were both yeah, on Mr. Tally or something. Yeah, they were on Mr. Show together, but they started off on this show, and it was run by uh, not downtown Julie Brown, who was on MTV, but the other Julie Brown that was on MTV. Julie Brown, Julie Brown. <laughs> it lasted like ten episodes, but it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of strange that she would kind of be uh, slingshotted into stardom uh, yeah. when Tom Kenny and Jill Talley are kind of just relegated mostly to uh, animated shows. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, she does this, and then a year and a half later, she's got friends, and then, you know, from there, it's just it's just crazy. I wonder if she even acknowledges the fact that she made this movie. A lot of these actors who get successful don't want to talk about their first couple movies, usually because they're exploitation or something. Sure, yeah. And I guess there is kind of an appeal to... Um, especially the first movie in that it's like a starring role for a little person where they're, I mean, he's playing a leprechaun, but I mean, it's not so much that it's like made constant attention to his height or anything like that. Like a lot of movies do. So there, and he's kind of the uh, predator in this situation rather than prey. So there is kind of that element to it that I think is interesting, 
but it it woefully underdelivers. Right, and he's the only name at this time because he had come off, of course, the Star Wars movies and Willow. So yeah, it's just one of these things where he, you know, you put his name above the title, and people are still like, oh yeah, I kind of know who that is. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Um, which he's the only consistent thing for the first chunk of this series. And I know that he said, why did you do uh, all those sequels? And he's like, because of money. Why do you think I did them? <laughs> <laughs> and he does seem like he's having a lot of fun, especially in the sequel. It's the only oh, thing yeah. that kept me going through two and three is because he looks like he's having a, a blast. But by four, you can tell he's sick and tired of putting on that fucking makeup and these shitty jokes. Mm-hmm. And he's just phoning it in at that point. Yeah, they didn't even... Well, we'll get to it, but I mean, yeah. they don't even bother to have him rhyme by the fourth movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about they, that. That was a big deal. They just give up. <laughs> and uh, the first movie um, originally was, uh, I, I believe it or not, even shorter because it's like, what, 83 minutes, I think? And uh, that's another thing that's helpful is that it's much shorter, but they went back in and added a bunch of gore scenes. So you can kind of tell the difference, like when he's jumping on the guy on the pogo stick and the blood's all weird, and it's like, did they just shoot that in five minutes in someone's basement? <laughs> Yeah, so it was, I would say this is probably the most acceptable of them. If you're going to watch a Leprechaun movie, probably this one. It's it's kind it's kind of bland and unoffensive, but it's not like anything special. Yeah, it's so weird that I've seen this movie so many times. But I had a friend named TJ who taped this off of like Showtime or whatever it was, and brought it over, and he just left it at my house. So I watched this and Universal Soldier and Last Action Hero, which is all on the same tape like a thousand times. Nice. <laughs> uh, the sequel. Now, I remember specifically being in a McDonald's after doing some VHS shopping with my friends, and TJ, again, was like, holy shit, Leprechaun 2 comes out tomorrow, I have to see it. And I was like, yeah, really? You're going to go pay money for this? Like, money money? Like, ticket money? He's like, yeah, i got to see this. And I was like, are you sure? And I was was not going to go. There's no way I was going to go pay to see the second movie. And, And I never saw it until uh two weeks ago and i couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about this movie i couldn't tell you hardly a thing about two or three and i just watched the what <clears throat> that's weird okay so two is basically it i i mean this is going to be weird for me to say and i don't in like it, it is a fine sequel like it's bad and it's worse than the first one but it's not like monumentally worse to the point where I, where it's like unjustified to make it. I understand that the first one was kind of a big hit and it had a big star, so of course they're going to make a sequel. And this is just a shitty sequel. It's not like out of the out of this world bad like number three or four are. Yeah, two, but it's just unmemorable, and I think that's one of the things that killed it. Uh, yeah. The first one I think made. Here's the weirdest thing. I think I might have just said this already, but. When it came out, it was the number... No, the commercial said, very specifically, the number one new movie in America, and that was January 3rd. It was the only movie of the new year. So, of course, it's Mm going to be number one. Why are you bragging about some low-level bullshit like that? But it made most of its money on video. And when the sequel came out, they clearly had no faith in the sequel because instead of going as you know big, like on 600 screens like the first one... They only dumped it on like 250 screens. I saw one commercial for it, and that was it. So clearly, Trimark yeah. was like, "We got a kind of a boring piece of shit on our hands." Yeah, and it's it is bigger and somehow looks cheaper at the same time. Yeah, and there's more weird. sets and locations, but it just looks worse. 
I think it's ironic that you mentioned Idle Hands earlier because the director of Leprechaun 2 is the director of Idle Hands, Rodman Flinder. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of I kind of liked Idle Hands. I haven't seen it in probably a decade, so yeah. I mean, I do remember it being better yeah. than this, for sure. I mean, it has Dragula the song in there, so it can't yeah. be that. Well, better. Seth Green, I like Seth Green too. But um the only thing I remember from the second movie is they come up with the whole thing where he can't see through what iron or he can't escape from iron, it burns him. Yeah, there's like so it, it burns him like for, you know, he'd throw uh, like a uh, fire poker at him and he grabs it and it burns his hands and they put him in an iron safe so he can't escape which is actually the smartest thing uh to do because that's harder to break out of than a box with a clover on it right but fucking idiot opens it anyway whatever oh he, he opens it because he thinks he's he going to grant him three wishes like a genie because he's a dumb fuck and he asks for all the money, or he asks for his pot of gold, and he, oh, he gives it to him right into his stomach, which is a horrific death. Because he doesn't die immediately. He sits there and just suffers and suffers while he lets him out of the, the safe. Oh, man, I can't imagine. Oof, yeah. That, that part was pretty, it was pretty gross. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, so, basic plot of this one is that Leprechaun comes back. I don't know why. You know, they don't really. They, each movie seems to be different, like just disconnected. Oh, I no... remember. Okay, so it opens with the leprechaun, who's apparently on his his palatial mansion estate or whatever, where he has slaves working for him, and he's like, "I'm gonna marry some lady." As he's talking to the guy, the the girl's father, and he explains to him how to prevent. Uh, the guy from stopping marrying his daughter, which I don't know why he would tell him that. It doesn't make any sense. So he's like going up to the guy's daughter, and he's like, "Yeah, the only way I can, um, like, I'm going to make her sneeze three times in a row. Oh, right. And if if no one says God bless you by the time she sneezes the third time, then I'm ma- officially married to that person. So uh he tell and so he tells the father of this of the girl that and so then he does it in front of the father and of course the father's like oh god bless you and then he kills the father immediately and he's like i'm gonna marry your daughter in a thousand years or whatever (laughs) so i don't know how okay so oh wait it was his thousandth birthday it was his thousandth birthday and he came back somehow in a tree somewhere in the park oh right 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 yeah i remember that yeah and then found her made her sneeze but you know the boyfriend or whatever said god bless you and then he got pissed and took her anyway so what the fuck i guess i don't know <laughs> weird I, I you know like we were talking about how movies have like monsters have rules this one apparently doesn't so that just makes it worse <laughs> so yeah <laughs> well so, i think also the yeah. fact that the leads are so unbelievably bland hurts this one not that the, everybody in the first movie is great shakes but they had a personality, they had some acting skill, and and I just don't feel it in the in the leads in this movie. They're just so dull, and I just didn't give a shit. I mean, I kind of like uh, the the kid, the main kid. I, I always like characters like young young kids who are uh, very grifty kind of people. Okay, I always I, I have an affinity for that ever since I was a kid. I don't know why. Oh, were you I, a con like, man even... as a child? Were you like a little Oliver Twist? <laughs> No, I was I was a goody two shoes. I just lived vicariously through those characters. Yeah, it's I mean, ironic. Maybe day, that's why I don't day. care because I was. 
I threw, oh, okay. No, I was. Sense. I was a little con artist, and I was always working an angle, and I feel like a rotten shit now because of it. Yeah, I'm the well, guy to, who to had a day. store. I had a store in my locker, which the teachers eventually had to take everything and bust me for and then call my parents about. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the life I, I I wish I did stuff like that. So, like, when I play Dungeons & Dragons, I'm always the thief character. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> anyway, so I, I have an affinity for that for that kind of character. So I, I just naturally like like him. Yeah. Even though he's like not a very good actor, <laughs> and his girlfriend is probably the worst actor out of all of these movies. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, it's pretty but inept. This movie, really, the only reason people know it, because anytime anyone's ever mentioned this movie to me, they always mention the one scene, which is where. There's like some guy that's like really aggressively hitting on her, trying to have sex with her, and uh, she goes into her house, and then the leprechaun makes the kid think that there's like the, this lawnmower that's upturned or whatever or is her boobs, and then uh, shreds him with it. Do you remember that? No, I just watched it. I don't remember Holy something that insane. <laughs> don't remember that? No, that was the weirdest it's thing it's I've oh ever God. seen. I don't know why I remember this. I thought for a second that you got okay. confused with Dead Alive, but no, you're clearly talking about something completely different. No, because it was... Okay, so, um, the, like, she goes into the house, and the guy is like, oh, man, this is a bunch of bullshit. I was just trying to leave. And then uh, the garage door opens, and he sees her standing in the garage, uh, like, being like, oh, I thought you wanted me, kind of thing. And then she starts, like, taking off her clothes, and it's just, like, fully frontal nudity. And then he's, like, going up to her and about to grope her boobs and she's like why don't you put your mouth on them or something and then we like see what he's actually doing and it's yeah. not even a lawnmower it's just like two rotating blades on a piece of cardboard or something uh. it looks so terrible that he shoves his face into and it rips okay apart. now damn it I have to go watch the second one again you son of a bitch <laughs> I, I told you that's the only reason people know it alright somehow I missed that um I think that's, in my opinion, that's the weakest of the quadrilogy. Uh, but um, the third one, it's interesting because I, I think the setting they use is interesting. You know, they shot in Los Angeles because they're cheapos, but it's it's a Vegas setting and, and that whole world of enticing, uh, uh, you know, the city of sin and having the leprechaun mix in with that was a lot of fun. And then they add more to the mythos in that now that if you get any of the leprechaun blood on you, you become a leprechaun. It's like a werewolf mythology. Okay, but I think we're glancing over kind of the biggest sin that it commits immediately, which is a dude in brown face with an Indian accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a yeah, yeah. little outdated, Woo. if I do say so myself. Um, I truly enjoy, <laughs> now, we're fans of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and a lot of people wonder, whatever happened to Caroline Williams, the heroine of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2? Because she didn't do a whole lot afterwards, but she is in Leprechaun 3, and she gets the most hideous transformation. <laughs> Jesus. Her ass shoots out, her chest explodes, her fucking That was just... her? That oh was her. Oh my god. Yep. Oh. How far the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's this one I think is the last time you see Warwick Davis give a shit though, because he is barely in part four and he does not care. He is phoning it in. So this is kind of the last gasp for the franchise. Yeah, and it's it is clearly the one he's having the most fun with because this is the most absurd of all of them. I think like this guy has sex with a robot <laughs> doll at one point. Like it's it's weird as fuck. It, it's bizarre. 
It's uh, and I think a lot of it's the fact that they got a director from Australia who's known for making really gonzo films, and they're called. Uh, his name is Brian Trenchard Smith, who oddly enough lives in Oregon now. He lives in Mount St. Helens. No, not not Mount St. Helens. Sorry, St. Helens. I fucking did. That. I knew I was going to do that. St. Helens. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, he lives in Scapoose. Scapoose, which is close to St. Helens, but. That's so weird that a well-known Australian director now lives up here. Had to have been for some weird reason. But it's we don't have directors really up in Oregon, so I kind of want to go to Scapoose just to ask him, what were you thinking with Leprechaun 3 and 4? <laughs> just thinking of the paycheck, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess know. so. I mean, I mean, everybody's... Like, what else do you in for it? Right, you got to pay you know, the bills. What else do you get in for? Right, exactly. Yeah, so, okay. The premise of starts out with some guy missing a leg and I think an arm, too. And I hear me something? I don't know. He's all fucked up. Brings in the leprechaun, and he's, like, um, uh, covered in cement or something. Oh, he's right, right. Like a statue with a medallion. And so the quote-unquote Indian guy who owns the store uh, basically buys it from him, and the guy says, don't take off that medallion. And, of course, the guy immediately takes off the medallion, which causes the leprechaun to come back to life and fuck him up after he took a piece of his gold or something. I don't know. My and shillelagh. The guy, the guy, the shillelagh. And then the guy does probably the smartest thing out of any of these movies, which is to not pretend that he that the leprechaun doesn't exist and he's seen shit. He immediately finds some CD-ROM of like leprechaun fables and just like watches so he could figure out how to kill it. And I was like, it's honestly for this kind of movie, that's actually the smartest thing anyone probably, has done. Yeah. So far. Do some research. So yeah, anyway, um, somehow the gold coin gets lost or somewhat, yeah, like it kind of like rolls out the store or something. And then some kid who's just rolling through Vegas, who's underage, um, finds it and picks up this girl whose car is broken down, takes her to work and she works at one of the casinos. She gets him through the back uh, entrance and he basically just gambles all of his savings away. And he finds this lucky coin and then he starts winning uh so he basically just comes a millionaire overnight um and he gets in the fight with a leprechaun in his suite and uh the leprechaun's blood splashes onto him and he starts turning into the leprechaun <laughs> which i actually enjoyed that actually livened the movie up a bit just because it seems such a bonkers ass idea yeah that that really was like if they just kind of went in that direction and that was the whole movie instead of like starting at the halfway point that would have been more interesting what would you call that a werepercon yeah that sounds about american werepercon um, in london <laughs> a leper wolf i don't yeah yeah never mind. Well, a leper wolf means his fur is falling off and then eventually his limbs yeah that's what i was yeah. thinking too <laughs> yeah so this one isn't bad um there's not a whole lot to say about it. It's a lot of it's just set up for horror gags. There's there is a plot and it's yeah. it's a little more intricate than the first two, but a lot of it's about the sight gags and they do spend a little bit more money on the setting and the special effects. I think. Yeah, it's it's more about like, oh, look at this object. I wonder if this is going to come back later, and then of course it is used yeah. for a kill later on. It's one of those kind of movies, so it's it's fine. Um, how did it end? I can't even remember. Okay, nope, nothing. Revert got back nothing. to human. No, I think. Doesn't wait? Doesn't he? Wait, is it in the third or fourth one where they use a laser? I'm pretty sure it's on the fourth when they use a laser. I can't fucking remember how they stop him. Damn it! <laughs> uh, the laser, the laser is the fourth one. Okay, okay. 
Shit, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I think he, isn't this he terrible? You watched he... it more recent than I did. <laughs> yeah, I watched this a few days ago. Um, shit, dude. Okay, I, if I remember correctly, he does somehow get fixed. Leprechaun goes back to his cement state or something. Or did they blow him up? Shit. I think okay, they blew no, him up. I, I don't remember. This is, we could pause. Yeah, I, um, sorry, technical difficulties while we watch the end of the No, I'm not going to watch the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not. Please do not. Um, so we'll just leave it at that. But every one of them ignores the previous movie, and that's the kind of thing that annoys me a little bit. At least with like Jason and Michael Myers and Freddy, even as ridiculous as it is, the way they revive them, like fucking dog pisses hellfire on Freddy and he revives. That's a stupid idea. But um, they're still... It's a continuous story. These are actual sequels. I hate sequels in name only or there's no continuity. I would say Blood Fist is the most ridiculous of the franchise where Don the Dragon Wilson is in every single entry of the Blood Fist movie, but he never plays the same character. What? Oh, weird. He never plays the same character. So the Leprechaun, whatever happens at the end of the movie has no relevance to the next movie. There's never a continuation of, oh, well, now we got to learn how to revive him out of this thing. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, he's always revived by some other person that was never established in any other movie. Right. And uh, I mean, apparently, yeah, I, apparently like, the new it, one, just... a Leprechaun Returns, apparently, is Jennifer Aniston's daughter comes back and she inher- inherits the house and, oh. and she gets the big chubby guy who's dopey to help him, uh, to help her uh, fight the Leprechaun. Ugh. Man, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, at least with Jason, they just decided, to just, just said fuck it at some point and just went crazy with it. Uh-huh. Like in number nine, which I, I love... Because, if I remember correctly, Jason Goes to Hell is number nine. Yep. Which is the one where, like, a coroner just eats his heart. Right, it's a weird-ass idea. Or seven with telekinetic powers. It's awesome. (laughs) But, um, and I think Jason X is the only one of the, hey, let's send this character who's at the end of his franchise into space. Jason X is the only legit one, I think, because Critters 4 is okay. It's tolerable, but it's nowhere nearly the best. Um, I think Jason X is better than a lot of the entries in the Friday the 13th series. Uh, and then I'm going to fucking Agreed, talk yeah. about Hellraiser. What a weird-ass series that is. Yeah. Maybe someday Hellraiser. We'll I'll get to I've it. I've seen the first two. The, um, well, there's like 12 of them. <laughs> you... I know. I've seen it. Yeah, I was just on Netflix, and I was like, oh, Hellraiser 1 and 2 is on here. And then I typed in Hellraiser in a search bar, and there's like 50 of them. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. They're only made to uh, continue the license, so Clive Barker can't have it back. But now that Harvey Weinstein's in prison, the company's dissolved... Maybe Clive Barker can finally get it back for fuck's sake. I mean, but would anyone be interested after no, so much crap? I don't know. Maybe he's going to have to do a remake or something. I just can't imagine a sequel after so yeah. many sequels. He's going to have to re- overhaul the whole thing. Right, yeah. Um, but Leprechaun... As you, as, you, as you guys can see, we're doing anything other than talking about Leprechaun yes, 4. Because for some reason, <laughs> I thought it was really cool that he went into space. And I oh, lasers, oh, spaceships. I was very easy to entertain as a 19-year-old. Uh... I was fucking annoyed this time. In fact, I was a little pissed off because, first off, you can clearly tell that Warwick Davis showed up on set for maybe four days, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Where you know he probably spent a month on the other ones, and just like he's barely in the movie. It's amazing. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if half it was stunt doubles. But it starts off crazy. He's on another planet in another galaxy in the future, and he has this like hot girlfriend. Which what? Uh, from like she's a queen of another cave planet. I don't know. It wasn't a very good set for sure. And it was yeah, it looked atrocious. And these space marines are sent out and some bullshit like that. And they end up on the planet. And they accidentally kill her. And he gets captured. And he gets put on the the uh, 
We know he gets his head. He gets blown up in that one. That's where he explodes because his head's just kind of sitting there in the ground. If they throw a space grenade at him, and uh, then uh, resuscitates and rebuilds his body and just goes on a rampage in the ship. And I don't care about anybody or anything except I kind of like the guy with the cyborg high because he was so fucking manly. If a can of chunky soup was a human being, it's that guy. <laughs> okay, so th- okay, so you got a couple details wrong there. I'm One, sure they never call him, he's never referred to as Leprechaun, which leads me to believe that this originally was not a Leprechaun movie. Um, he's always referred to as Monster, or Creature, or It, or whatever. He's never referred to as Leprechaun. He does not rhyme uh, very much, if at all, in this one. I can't really remember much. Um, and there really isn't any sort of, like, Leprechaun shit going on. Like, there no. isn't any wishes or anything like that. It's just him killing people in, like, semi-creative ways. But the the his girlfriend, not his girlfriend. He makes her a proposal to be to kill her father, and then that way he can claim uh, their kingdom, and she would be the queen. And then he basically grants her all of the gold that she could ever want because her people are poor for some reason because they had to do some space treaties or something. So they she wants to live in luxury again, which they agree to. Uh, but that's when the space marines come in and just blow everyone to pieces. Um, and they they throw a grenade at her, but the leprechaun jumps on it and takes the brunt of it. Oh, okay. And she's passed out. So she's passed out, and they're looking at her blood, and apparently she can regenerate very quickly. Um, and so, like, this weird German space scientist who's, like, just a top of his body stuck to a computer... Oh, right, yeah, is yeah, try- yeah. Is, <laughs> ...is trying to get her blood so he can regenerate his body... I don't know what's happening, and I'm scared. <laughs> I feel like I expect that response. Holy shit! <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just I, I feel like I'm a mental patient and just rambled a bunch. I, I, I'm sorry. It's as if you're just like melting down right now, and this is what you're gonna talk about when they commit you. Like, and then there was a giant robot creature, and it was really cheap. So sometimes you could tell it was a puppet, but then they would shoot it from the front, and you couldn't tell it was a robot. It was a weird, crazy guy, which was yabbering, 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 but he's only on camera most of the time and i don't know what's going on anymore <laughs> yeah it, it, this movie is something else uh, it, like every time you think it's like okay this is its peak shittiness it just it surprises you and just goes one step further and it just gets worse when worse. they make him giant at the end i don't know why i roll oh. my eyes so fucking hard that i'm having trouble getting him back to the front of my skull uh but i was like oh because really? Fuck, I don't want this kind of ending. Damn, this is just stupid. It's like an old uh, the 50s cliche. Yeah, it was very obvious, and of course he looks at his penis. Which, by the way, I just have to say, I don't know why he's excited to look at his giant penis, because relative to his size, it's actually just normal. Probably. It's just a normal-sized yeah. penis. Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, even, even if he wants to just say, well, it's big because I'm big now... Like, he can't use it. There's no woman that could take that penis. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I don't why know. Do he I can fuck one of the caves he was living in, I guess, if you grease it up, right? Yeah, probably. We, well, oh, my God. Did we even go further down this tunnel? Let's not do this. Um, we're actually logistically <laughs> trying to figure out how he can get a leprechaun laid. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he fucked a pot of gold. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so another thing that's interesting <laughs> is that the lead uh, actress who is, like, the... The, the badass scientist lady. Um, if anyone out there is a fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, she plays a recurring character. She's the newswoman Jackie DiNardo. 
So if you ever wanted to see more of her work, that you can watch that and then just be really happy that she did something better later Right. On. I know her from a very short-lived TV show that I adore. It's called Andy Richter Controls the Universe. And, uh, oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, it's, did you ever see Better Off Ted? Uh, no, but I've heard oh a lot about God. it. Oh, my God. Okay, Victor Fresco is one of these guys who every once in a while he'll get a TV series on. All the critics love it. It has a solid fan following, but it's never enough for the network, so they cancel after one season. And then everybody laments it later. Um, Andy Richter plays himself, sort of. He's working in an office, and he has surreal... Uh, this is before it was popular, like with Scrubs and stuff like that. He has these surreal observations of the world, and he like goes into like these little adventures. But everybody in the cast is so goddamn funny. But she plays his super out-of-his-league girlfriend, who for some reason, he can't understand why she likes him. But it turns out he's the perfect Aryan man, and that she hates Jews. And, and then oh. he's just like, oh my god, I have to break up with this crazy person. But the sex is incredible. What do I do? <laughs> Wow, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> the um, uh, the other person, oh, Debbie Dunning. That's the only person I recognize this. Um, is she, no, 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 I forgot. Hold on, Debbie Dunning is from uh, Home Improvement. She's the second Tool Time Girl. But there is a Friday the 13th alumni in this film, and it's Miguel Nunez, who is in part five, who has the burrito shits and gets uh, a, a big piece of metal shoved through him while he's in the toilet. Do you remember this? No, what the? Which one is number five? Is that the one with the girl with the ESP powers? No, that's seven. Five is the no Jason. It's the guy pretending to be Jason movie. Oh, the worst one. Okay, yes. yeah, no wonder. I yeah, and someone just told me that was their favorite one. I was like, what? <sighs> yeah, um, they're not really friends of mine. Also, in Night of the or not Return Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead, he's in that movie as well. We've never uh, done that movie. Who's he in that one? We, um, oh he, shit! The the black guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've never discussed Return yeah, of the Living awesome. Dead. Okay, so everybody, if you don't know this, we I don't know if we discussed this on air or not, but this is one of the final episodes. I think we only have like three left before we get to our episode 100. We're not going to cancel the show, but we're going to take a very long break because we're going to go on to a new adventure uh, called Video Fright. It is a spinoff of our podcast, Video Night, where we go through each year. We pick four movies from each year and uh, in the horror genre. And we discuss them. And so, like, you know, uh, we start off in 1980. And, but, of course, in 1985, we have got to discuss Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, that is one of the all-time greats. Not sure how I feel about the second one, but I like the third one. I've never seen four and five. Third one. I, I, I think, I don't recall if you gave me the third one on VHS, but I do have it on VHS. So. Yeah, I, I gave you something. Uh, oh, no, I gave, you that, I gave you the one with Exterminator 2 <laughs> and Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> I have the tiger, everybody. Gary Busey takes on bikers. We've never done a biker movie. We've never done biker movies. There's there's a lot of shit. Uh, I mean, we did like a Mad Max spinoff that had a lot of biking in it, but I, don't, I guess that doesn't count. God, I can't even fucking remember the movies we've done. Now, I need to start making a master list to make sure that we don't do the same movie twice. Yeah, I feel like we've done that at some point, but okay. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Um, but there's a movie called Stone Cold with um, uh, uh, Lance Henriksen as the villain. as this crazy mullet-wearing biker. Who um who takes on Brian Bosworth, who at the time was the hottest football player around, and uh, it has the most insane action I've ever seen on such a low budget. I don't even know how they did it, but it is the manliest movie you've ever fucking seen. They use machine guns to shoot beer cans off each other's heads. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, we definitely have to. Write that. <laughs> 
All right, um, and everybody has a mullet. Every single last fucking person in this movie has a mullet. Um, all right, so that is it. I would say only Leprechaun <laughs> 1 is worth watching, but take that with a grain of salt because it is stupid. And it, I, I got mad that it ripped off uh, Freddy Krueger. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, it has that little thing where his hand comes out of the phone just like the tongue came out mm-hmm. of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and may, maybe the third one, if you just want to watch something that's totally off the wall. Yeah, that one was a little crazier than the rest of them. Um, I, like I said, I haven't watched the rest of them. I bought all of them, so I might as well. Uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. a while until I get around to that. So, um, I don't know what we'll do for our next episode. Um, maybe the biker movies, or maybe it's your choice. But we, we, we change our mind a lot, so we're not going to say it on air. So, um, Kersey, do you want to send us out? Yeah, uh, stay trash, everybody. All right, everybody, check us out on Facebook under Video Night Podcast. And uh, see, I did this in opposite order, so I feel awkward now because I was supposed to say that first, and then you say your part. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to end this now. Give me back my shillelagh. I'm the leprechaun. Arr.